think it's happening. I think the live is happening. Oh, baby. How are you? Today is July the 6th, 2023. I'm your host, Alex Kenzie. You're joining the Friendship News Hour, and today we have our very good friend with us, Mr. Rager, Michael Lopez. How are you, sir? Hello. I'm good. Um, how was your uh, fourth? Good. I didn't lose any fingers, but I didn't do anything either. I was sick. Are fireworks legal up there? <laughs> no, Illinois, they're illegal, but people drive up, you know, over to Indiana and buy them and go fucking crazy with them, bro. That's, that's one thing that I was like so happy about moving out to the burbs is that we escaped it because on the south side of Chicago, those motherfuckers bang, bro. <laughs> All hours. Dude, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but every time 4th of July, it's like you have some patriotic like post and then you have some dude just going ham with fireworks. Did you see all the people shooting out like <laughs> cops and shit? No. It's like, what the fuck's going on? What yeah. the hell? There was one. I think there was one in Minnesota. You shooting a Roman uh, candle uh -huh. at the cops. And I was like, oh, this is not going to turn out well. Ugh. And then um, obviously there's like ones that are like thrown in cars and they fucking blow up or like they're trying to shoot it off and it lands inside the house. You know, when I was a kid, I used to think it was lame that they were illegal in California because they've been illegal as far as I know. But it's just uh, an explosive that you have no control of the trajectory or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, man. And I feel like you see stories every year, like NFL player loses finger, blows up hand, like <laughs> like people. I don't and then know. he wins the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, he, wins the Super he did Bowl win the Super Bowl. Eight fingers. <laughs> or seven. <laughs> but uh, no, I, man, I didn't do shit. I got sick, man. I got some like like stomach virus, like uh, maybe like Sunday uh, night, Monday morning. And it just kind of had me on my ass all Monday and Tuesday. So I, I didn't do much of anything. So I watch a bunch of HBO and different television networks. Nice. Did you watch um, The Sledgehammer? No. See, I, no, I'm going and I plan on it. I, <sighs> I saw him perform what I'm get like what this hour. I saw him around the same time. I think it was last year in November. And okay. some of the sets were similar. Mm -hmm. um, like the one about him showering with his son. He has that yeah. in there. Is it in there? Yeah, but I want to say like it's a lot of it's different. Okay. I, well, at least I don't remember. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it because he was, he was good. Like I saw him. I, shit, now it's been like a year and a half, maybe almost two years, bro. He did that I'm Coming Everywhere tour and literally had like 200 plus shows during this tour like ridiculous yeah he said he had like 300 on a was it 300 yeah like, that. like 300 total shows I, so i can't even imagine like how polished that hour is it was good it was good i enjoyed it yeah i, I got a lot of respect for that man so uh, yeah i definitely definitely need to catch that but no this what i watched this weekend man i watched uh we got we finished dave uh watched season two of dave or season three whatever I that new one was that. pretty good pretty good your boy drake's in there so yeah. we got that but uh that's a good show, man. That's a show that honestly surprised me. Like I thought it'd be like, oh, cool, little Dicky, funny rapper. He's gonna make a funny show, but like it actually like it has some hidden scenes, bro. Like they're talking on some real shit sometimes. Like they're I, I don't know. Like it's well written. I like that. I saw that episode where Gata breaks down about like his like sex addiction mm -hmm. and his like mental health. I was like, yeah. man, that's kind of heavy. But no, he, he has a bunch of heavy topics, and it's a it's a nice little. Uh, I don't want to say like an, a perspective into his life, but I'm sure like a lot of this shit's kind of like true or reminds him of like some situations he's been in. Yeah. Or yeah. Whoever's writing like someone it's coming from a real place somewhere. Yeah. You know, like uh, the Rick Ross uh, episode was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, with uh, Killer Mike. He was all worried yeah. about Killer Mike fucking with him. 
Yeah, but another good show that's on uh, well Hulu at least is uh, The Bear. That's a Dude, great fucking that show. That was the next one I was gonna get to. Me and Sarah, yeah, we watched like six or seven episodes this week of the new season. Such a good show, dude. Addicted. Dude, yeah, so good. Addicted. Sarah, see, Sarah gets like grossed out for some reason by like some of the food shots. I don't know why. Like, oh, really? That's I, maybe it's like a pregnant thing, and she's just, like grossing her out or something. But she like for some reason that messes with her. But like I love it. I'm a I'm a foodie, and I love I love how perfectly they've brought like the chaos of a kitchen. And I've never worked in like a high Dude. level kitchen or anything, but I worked in pizza places. I worked. Chaos. In, yeah, and it is. It's just like let's go. Let's, and when like it's like really busy it's just a madhouse in there and they capture that perfectly in the show like i don't know how they capture like the anxiety of that <laughs> you know yeah it's 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 well written it just uh, it's like the perspective of i love how the first season this is how i took it the first season was about kind of like the restaurant industry and like you said in mm-hmm. the back house so it was like mostly about the kitchen and the kind of characters um were like second nature right because every kitchen kind of has these like chaos and characters and stuff like that and then the second season is mostly like diving into like each character and like what their lives are like and why they are in the restaurant industry or like to cook or whatever um, yeah. yeah, I think it's well written. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, solid, solid characters. I love the development of um, what's the one guy who cousin? What's his name? Oh, I forget his name. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I can't think of his name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I love I love the development of him. How he's like fucking. He's like lost in the sauce and doesn't know like who he is as a person. And then he right. just gets gets it. He like well, don't tell me, don't tell like, me. I'm only means. seven in. I'm only seven in. So don't tell yeah. me. but i do i the way they write the characters in is cool and i love like i agree yours was like that you're right the first season was like very kitchen focused and and just like the aspects of the restaurant and like now they're even getting into like as they open their own like the idea behind like owning and managing one but also like building something like that and it it takes me back to when we built the studio and just like the never-ending list of, of what it seemed of like shit that has to get done to go into that and we didn't even like stick yeah. to all the permits and all the shit that they're really doing. Yeah. And even then it was nuts. So it's it's just that chaos is a very familiar thing to me. I know that oh too well. Yeah, and so. I feel like everybody like on the on the basis understands that opening a restaurant, you know, likely it's just a bad investment, you know? And it's like up to yeah. you to like really withstand and like out, you know, source everything and just be well at the restaurant business. But Mm-hmm. That's a good. It's a fucking great show. Uh, have you uh, watched the episode with the uh, Christmas dinner yet or whatever? Yeah, we just watched that one last night. That was <sighs> chaos, bro. Heavy, <laughs> There's bro. some great fucking cameos, heavy. though. Dude, oh yeah, fucking John Mulaney's in there. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk yeah, was yeah. in there. Sarah Paulson. He was good. Um, I man, speaking of John Mulaney, his wife Olivia Munn is in a show I just finished on uh, Max called The Newsroom with Jeff Daniels. Are they married? Yeah, isn't that unbelievable? I thought he guy he was like a cocaine addict, and then he, he divorced his old wife, and then he was dating Olivia Munn like right after some shit. They married, and I'm pretty sure they got a, a kid. Like I'm positive <sighs> they have a kid actually. But yeah, she's in a Damn, show, an is. older show from like 2014 or some shit, like er, er, like mid 2010s, and and it's uh, it's with Jeff Daniels, and I never like seen it, never really heard about it, and I just re- I stumbled onto it on there, and it's like actually a really good well-written show it's written by the dude that did uh the west wing so if you're looking for oh, like really? a, yeah if you're looking it's like a just like a good and they talk about real stories like the very first story on there is the bp oil spill spill that's like the first day on the job for oh. whoever it goes through a bunch of different things elections and uh different just cool stories like uh the boston marathon 
Now that that's a cool story, but the bombing of it, like the, the it's just like the coverage from the newsroom, how they're getting their sources and and like putting the show together. It's it's and Jeff Daniels is just like a great actor. I watched that uh, four part documentary. I think came out a couple couple months ago about the Boston Marathon bombing. Oh, I didn't Shit see that. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, there's a movie about it, and it's hilarious because you think Hollywood's like going out of bounds with everything, but it's like kind of mm-hmm. spot on. And, Really? Of what the what the actual events? Yeah, like they had a shootout fight with fucking cops in like a nice neighborhood in the middle of nowhere Jesus. or in the middle of Boston, and they're throwing pipe bombs at the cops. It's oh my god! Crazy. Isn't that like one of yeah, the dude. first like just like stories events where like it kind of was, was helped, like live? Yeah, and was kind of like helped solved by social media a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what they mentioned. That was that. Um, There's a lot of social media posts. Um, that were like, if you have any information on these people and they like yeah. kind of spotted with like, not only like, uh, surveillance cameras outside of like CVS or whatever, mm-hmm. but also like, um, people would be like, Oh, that's so-and-so I know exactly who that is. That's crazy to think yeah. about, man, how that, how social media is like changing and, and getting more and more into all that stuff. And then you see, I, I don't know much about it. I know we were talking about it a little bit before the show, but this new, new, let's add another one to the soup of social medias, a new one called threads came out today from meta threads. I, w- yeah. Do you know much about it? Have you used it? So I was on Twitter per usual. That's like my favorite site. That's your and, thing. And uh, yep. Mark Zuckerberg went. Um, he went viral on a tweet. It was that. just a picture of the two <laughs> Spider-Mans pointing at each other. So I'm like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. And then I started to see this co- thing called Threads. I'm like, what the fuck is Threads? So they're like, oh. And then I, I listened actually to Gary V tweeted about it, and he did a video. He's like, if, you know, you got to download it. He's like, there's a life. This is a life of business where it's not either or it's and, you know, so he's like, mm-hmm. there definitely can be two very similar platforms. So I, I downloaded it and it's fucking like exactly the same like Twitter. Like it's just Instagram friends, Twitter. So what's going to be okay. annoying is when like you're going to have people who never use Twitter because they just don't understand it. And then they're going to they're going to be on Instagram like, oh, my God, Threads is so amazing. It's just like fucking it's the same shit. It's interesting. Dude, it got 30 million users in less than 24 hours. It launched last night, and it already has 30 million users. It's a perfect storm because I don't know what the fuck Elon's doing, but he said you only could view up to 600 tweets a day. So everybody no, that's 6, addicted. No, Are you sure 6,000? It's 6,000, which is is honestly, in my, like, that's reasonable, bro. That's I like, haven't, that, I haven't that's a lot. threshold. I have not hit a threshold yet. <laughs> so I haven't, it's, like. Yeah, here, I'll pull up the Twitter the Twitter I it was barriers. But anyways, and then he's, he's saying um, go outside, spend time more. But that's bullshit. I think he's just trying to make people pay for the subscription to view more tweets and have more access or whatever. It's funny. Black Twitter was going crazy because um, like the same viral tweets that were like happening like 10 years ago. They're like posting the same shit on threads and trying to get that viral like thread tweet or whatever it's called. Oh, really? You're like, Dude, it hasn't been 24 hours. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to like uh, use some old Friendship News Hour videos and try to generate some buzz. I guess so. So, yeah. so you can do like content because Instagram like is their platform already. You can post pictures. You can post like links and sto- like descriptions. So what makes Threads that much different? So you know? well, it's just a Twitter algorithm. It's it's mostly like um, you have more access to more information, right? Because there's just more content. And it's not necessarily uh-huh. media content. You could just post a tweet and leave or, or have an idea. Usually it's useful for um, like politics or anything like that. Sports, usually the first thing that comes out, it's like usually on Twitter, like something fucking crazy happened. But my thing is like, I understand that meta is a little bit more um, conservative with uh, like policies. So I'm mm. curious of 
because that's one of the, I think, the things that's going well for Twitter is that they, especially when Elon took over, kind of it's like the Wild West, like anything, kind of anything goes. I mean, there's some um, privacy content, but I'm right. curious to see how that will affect threads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you're right. So I was wrong. I was wrong. So they have they if you have like the basic account they've le- uh, they've tiered how yeah. they limit what you can see so if you have like the basic account it is 600 per day which still bro if you've gone like this on your phone and looked at 600 motherfucking posts in a you know you're not even awake 24 hours of the day you know yeah. 16 hours of the day you're good on one social media platform like there's other ones you can use and now it's gone up to a thousand so that it did go from 600 to 1,000 after like the blowback. Oh, really? And basically they think if like you have to have more than 1,000 views, if you have like the Twitter, the blue subscription, Twitter blue, at, what is that, six bucks a month or something like that? Then you I get, mean, uh, you can eight? do 10,000 tweets. Daily. Yeah. Or eight, okay. Then you can look at 10,000. I get both sides. Maybe it's a knight in shining armor. Maybe, you know, it's, it's just get off your fucking phone. But at the same time, yeah. I understand the other side of the coin is like, what... Why the fuck would you limit it from the get-go? You know, like, why would you do that? It wasn't, you know, like that two days ago. Why now? I think it's just a business move. That's true. I think yeah. it's just a business move. I mean, make people invest into the platform, though. I guess that's the best way to keep <laughs> making it better. He's trying to get that $40 billion back, bro. He's got to do it somehow. Oh, man. So that's that's interesting. I guess we'll see how that goes. I mean, the way people are on social media, I'm sure they'll get, it'll get eaten up. I just, I just don't in my head, and I guess got to get my hands on and use it. I don't see what separates it that much from, obviously, what's there with Twitter already, kind of what Instagram is already doing, and also, like, Reddit. Like, it kind of it kind of seems like it's trying to be Reddit and Twitter at the same time. Yeah. But they, they kind of already do their own thing. Like, why do you... I just don't see how, how that differentiates enough to stay successful. Or maybe it becomes a thing and puts the other one out of business, I guess, but... Yeah, I mean, you, you know there's, like, certain kinds of people that have like more of a reach on Instagram. So maybe this is just yeah. a easier way to like get viral again. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. Well, we started a little late today cause somebody was going hard at the gym. So now you got to fill me in on your workout. What were you getting into? Back bro. Got my back blown out. Back day. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> I do, uh, I do lower back. I do deadlifts first and then mm. I do like upper back. So I don't like, dude, I think motherfuckers are crazy that do back squats and then go from back squats to deadlifts. Like you are a lunatic. The two most important workouts by far, but it's just like, there's so much stress. Ah, you're missing rows, bro. Rows are very important for back. If you do dumbbell rows under control, bro, you are hitting, you are doing a lot of work on your back. I did lower back, deadlifts, and then I was a little fatigued today. So I usually hit cardio first. I usually do like 10 to 15 minutes on the Stairmaster. Or if I'm doing upper body, I'll usually run two or three miles beforehand. Okay. What you running two or three miles at these days? Uh, eight and a half. Per mile? Per mile. So what is that? That's 17? Well, like 17 for two and then like 25 and a half for three. Okay. I've been training for this little six mile race I'm doing and I, I ran two miles this morning in 1745. I was pretty proud of that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Right at two forty, bro. That's fucking that's, great. That's good. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I w- I was telling Frank this. It was like it's funny how we nearly have to kill ourselves in order to feel better about mm-hmm. ourselves. Like that's just it's so yeah. Funny. It's so yeah, but it's like the best high. Like just the high. Like oh. not even running, but like just working out. Like the feeling you get after that is like indescribable, bro. I don't know. 
the best feeling is when you're like dragging ass, dragging feet to the gym and you don't want to do it. And you're just like, fuck, I got to. And then you just like hit a little spark, a little fuel. And you're like, fuck yeah, now I'm feeling it. I feel motivated. I feel better about myself. Right. And isn't that weird how like then that'll make you make better choices throughout the rest of your day with like, even I find like time management, but like also food. Like I'll eat way health. If I work out early, I'm thinking, I'm just like in that healthy mindset the rest of the day. I feel good. I want to keep True. feeling good and not like heavy. So I'll eat better all the time. True. I feel like there's a balance. Um, there's also those times since there's like a bar right by here, I'll, I'll drive home from the gym and I'm like, I deserve a beer. I deserve a beer. <laughs> <laughs> say it's just you got to Yeah, I feel you. I you got other wins, wins and losses. It can't all be winners, you know? On some of the long run days, I'll be like, all right, I earned pizza for lunch Dude. today. So fuck it. And, like. <laughs> and, that's the, and that's the best thing about different kinds of people. Like, you, like obviously we have a goal, you know, like, you know, wake up and like, we want to be 32 and have a six pack or whatever like that. But some people just cool. want to work out and be able to do whatever they want. Like if they want pizza, they want, they have to earn it, you know, and I, that's, you know, yeah. ups to them too. That, yeah. that metabolism starts slowing down more and more as we get older, bro. So we like half, I have to, like I, my fat ass, bro, like the way I'm seeing it, it's like, if I don't stay active for at least four days a week doing Tennis, running, some kind of light lift, like something, I'm gonna be putting the weight on quick, bro. A hundred percent, hundred percent. You gotta <sighs> keep on top of it, and I feel like that's the hardest part is just maintaining yeah. that process. I, I'm glad to see you doing it, so though, because I kind of thought like it was just like a pre-wedding, you know, getting your body right, and it seems like you kind of have stuck with it now for a while. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I wanted to fit inside inside of a nice suit, but after that, it was kind of like fluctuating, just going up and down. Um, but this time, I think it's, um, I was asking, uh, I think I asked my brother-in-law this. I was like, is, is it just me or when you found out like you're expecting a child? Did that insult your manhood in the sense that everybody expecting a child should be a provider, man or woman? You should be able to, you know, have the best opportunity, have the best careers to provide for your child. I get that. Yeah. But what mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't understand at first was that. I was like, holy shit, I'm bringing this kid into this world. Like, I can't be a fucking fat slob, you know? Like, I have to, like, get in shape. I want to be able to run with this kid, you know, while I'm mm -hmm. 40. And, mm -hmm. you know, I have to be a protector for not only, you know, my family, but for this child, too. I, you know, when I was with Pal for so long, I understood, and not to sound sexist or anything, but I understand, you know, there's a certain vulnerability. You know, she was very attractive when we were younger. So I understood, like, you know, I have to kind of, be there for her in a time of needs if there's anything that sketchy happens. And I kind of understood that. But when, you know, when I found out she was pregnant and that belly's growing, I'm just like, fuck, man, like, I can't, I can't be a little bitch anymore, you know? Like, I gotta, I gotta get on top of my shit just in case, like, shit hits the fan. And that's who I am. I don't know if it's because, like, I, I worked in loss prevention for so long, like, studying active shooters mm. and shit like that, always looking for an exit and stuff, but... I Damn. just like, I got to maintain this, you know, got to hit, hit it 70 miles and just keep going. No, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. You like, especially as like, uh, if you want to be like a real active dad and like be there for your kid and, you know, do sports or whatever, like active, just, just there. And I like, I feel like all of my friends are like that. Like you gotta, yeah, you gotta have that shape. You're not going to yeah. be out there on the soccer field running around at 40 if you're, you know, yeah. 300 pounds or some shit like yeah. that. So, yeah, it definitely makes you think that way. And, like, it, for me, it was just like, yeah, I want to be here to see as much as this little fucker's life and, like, what he does is possible. So, like, why not, you know, make some easy changes, cut out some of that shit. 
that ice cream, that red meat, like just some of the stuff that was getting me fucking with my cholesterol and whatnot, like, yeah. you know, trying to take a break. And I, I went hard, bro. Leading up to Wally, I was on it hard as fuck. Once that, once we had the kid and like, I'm like a year and a half in, I'm still on it three, four days a week. I'm not as hard as I was like five days a week in the gym lifting. Like I, like I was when he was like on the way. Yeah. But you, I mean, you do what you can, bro. Like that, that, uh, the dad bod does set in a little bit though. There's only oh, so much yeah. you can do. <laughs> I'll, ju I'll just be happy if I'm like, if I'm 60 and he's like, or like 50 and he's like trying to pump his chest. Cause he's like on the wrestling team. I'm like, bro, I'm going to fuck you up right now. Old man strength. Here it comes. He could be a tumbler too. Trying to get yeah. that lift in. Those motherfuckers are yoked, man. <laughs> yeah. No, there's there's actually two days ago I went to the gym with Pow and there's like this guy must have been seventy fucking doing mm -hmm. like muscle poses fucking yoked out yoked out really? of his mind at like seventy steroids must have been like steroids dude, had to be I was like where's the tea at brother to. give me some <laughs> he was like I I wish I could have taken a picture next to him he was like maybe like two sixty fucking solid back was fucking Damn. Arnold status white hair balding I was like good for you man. How does his heart not blow up at that age, bro? That's yeah, that's, that's a little that's nerve wracking. That's also something I've been thinking about is kind of maintaining a natural body weight area because I don't want to be like mm. overweight, even if that means I'm yoked. Because I just don't know the longevity of that. I couldn't see you as a fat man, Mike. I, I can't envision that in my head. Oh, I try, dude. I try. <laughs> Bro, nothing, nobody, oh. I love like sweets and fucking, oh, all the junk food. Nobody loves it more. This is how, this is how skinny fat I was in high school. I used to get so hungry and have a sweet tooth. I used to see like those Pillsbury like cakes, they, they're in the box. I used to just make a cake and just eat that shit like half of oh. it. Oh, really? Fuck Damn. yeah, dude. Fun fatty? I used to put oh. them. Oh, fun fatty though. Yeah, bro. So I'm saying, I used to it's put fun, them. It's colorful. Uh, them Hostess fruit pies. I used to put them cherry fruit pies away, bro. Love them bitches. You ever have those? Like the, the yeah. there's a cherry one, there's an apple one. There's I was, like a, I was a fan one. of the apple. Yeah, they're so bad for you, bro. They're so bad. I <laughs> Any, used to eat them like two, three at a time. Anything hostess, <laughs> bro. I, I tell Frank this all the time. I was like, oh. bro, there's 29 cent hamburgers and 39 cent cheeseburgers at McDonald's, and they give you a bucket of fries. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Like we lived during that era. That's so bad for you. Yeah, dude. So we, yeah, bad. we lived during the era when fast food was totally unchecked too, bro. Like dude, the nineties. Totally. Think of Taco Bell and all the like. Oh man, I fuck totally with Taco unchecked. Bell still to this day though. But uh, I fuck with everything. Ugh. I just did. I tell you, I had a quarter pounder for the first time like two years ago. Never had it before, dude. It's a blew my mind sandwich away. with cheese blew and bacon. My mind. Oh, you do yeah. the cheese and bacon. Uh, sometimes I do the normal cheese quarter pounder with cheese, and then um, mm -hmm. I usually put some barbecue sauce on the motherfucker too. Oof, so okay. good. Okay, okay, little cowboy burger. I feel yeah. you. My order, my order these days has shifted to a spicy McChicken. Add cheese. The cheese is essential to a chicken sandwich. I feel, uh, and it complements the lettuce and the mayonnaise quite well. And then I also do the daily double, which is a fantastic sandwich that I don't think that they advertise enough. You ever had that? Nah. What is that? It's a McDouble, so like a double cheeseburger, but then instead of like the crushed up onions, ketchup, and mustard, which I just don't, I don't really like that on a burger. It's got mayonnaise. Tomato, lettuce, and onion, like whole white onion. It's like a West Coast style built burger. Exactly, more so than like the, I just don't like the I don't like the combination of mustard, ketchup, 
onion the way they do it. It's just weird. People don't so, understand. It's, it's I, either or with fan. ketchup and tomato. You either have ketchup and no tomato or tomato and no ketchup. It's a cardinal I agree. rule. I agree. It is a cardinal rule. Are you a ketchup on hot dog kind of guy? No, I'm not. You know, I don't swing that way. Um, you don't I, swing despise, that way. I, I despise people who swing that way, to be honest. Um, really? Mu- you're, you're team dog. mustard. mustard but what about mixing day. the two? Can they come together and no, find gross. common ground? I like a really? Chicago I can't dog. Share I don't mind that because there's there's just so much uh, going on. It's too much going on. Yeah, but like, just give me like mustard, little, maybe a little bit of grilled onions. I love some grilled onions on a wiener for sure. Relish, I don't mind, but it's not my favorite. Uh, I'm a big chili guy. I'm a chili Chili's, packer yeah, on a hot dog. Cheese, jalapenos. Oh. Give me, give me all. Oh. Actually, okay, how, so how about cheese. this? I, I got uh, I got accosted by the fellas today while we were playing NBA 2K because uh, I told them that 10 times out of 10, I will take a glizzy over a brat. And they were offended. They did not like that, to hear that. What, how do you feel? I, I get it because a glizzy, it's familiar. It's nostalgic, I feel like. And some of the best hot dogs, mm-hmm. especially at a ballpark game, it's like those hot dogs, just they just smack extra hard. Hit. They just smack. Hit. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know why. Um, but for me, I would, I would, um, there's this, um, German restaurant, it's called Verskuchen. It's a okay. brat and they make some of the best fucking brats with the soft bread. It's, it's, it's hard to beat, I but see that. I get what I you're saying. I can see that. I get what you're saying. I respect what you're saying. I'm just not a pork guy. I'm not a sausage pork guy. I, I'll have bacon and that's kind of where I draw the line. I don't even have bacon like all that often, but like, I don't like pork and other, I don't really like pork chops. I don't really fuck with any sausage that's pork. I fuck yeah. with like a chicken sausage, you know? Yeah. And I know that a hot dog is like a combination of just the grossest shit, like the leftovers from when they the were making brats. They're, the like, yep. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're yep. like, we'll take that. But it yep. tastes better, bro. I swear to God, it tastes better. I think it's just nostalgic. <laughs> it's the same thing when like I, I'll see like kids eating Eggo waffles and I'm like, fuck, man, that looks good. But it's not the best, but it's just nostalgic. It is, yeah, they are good. Those motherfuckers yeah. do hit from time to time. Pull a pull a peanut butter on it. See, but my problem is I'm I am firm on a clean a clean fridge and a clean freezer. It is it is a pet peeve of mine. I don't know why. I just like it like well arranged, looking nice. And Sarah will go to the store, bro, and not all at once, but it's almost like every time she goes to the store, she buys a fucking box of Eggo waffles. And then I'll look in my freezer and there's like four to five boxes of Eggo waffles. And I'm like, we don't need this many. Stop. Well, I'd like, imagine it's for it's Walter problem, or some bro. shit. No, it's for her. I mean, she might say it's for Wally, but it's for her, dude. She, Wally's bought the mini pancakes. He doesn't He doesn't eat the waffles as much as, he, as she does. No way. Oh, dude, Eggo waffles are a fucking... For a staple, <laughs> they're good. I fuck, I feel it, but I don't think you need four to five boxes in a household at one time. I feel like you get away with two, three, maybe if there's like a special flavor. She does the same you know, thing with fucking cereal, bro. It's I. It's there's fifteen to twenty boxes of cereal in our pantry at any given time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you know what's you know what else is good on Eggo waffles? Crack mm. or cocaine? Crack cocaine? I've never tried yeah, that. On, I call on them that. the Hunter Bidens. Yeah, I've heard that it's a uh, like a greeting substance when you walk into the White House these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not uh, on their <laughs> breakfast menu. It's not powdered sugar. It's a sprinkle <laughs> cocaine. It's it's Peruvian. It's the best flake ever. I've been told so. Well, I read this morning that contrary to earlier reports, the cocaine that was found within the White House on Sunday was located on. In a cubby besides the West Executive Entrance, which is within a working area of the West Wing and not a public area, as first reported. So 
Now everyone's looking around like, what? You see that video of him just coked out of his mind? Oh, uh, no. Yeah, he's at the White House. He's on like the balcony and he's like wiping his nose. He's like putting back his hair. I'm like, oh, he's on a bender, uh, baby. He's feeling it, bro. Yeah. That's, yeah, man. It. It's it's interesting, dude. I, I don't know. I don't want to, without like facts, say that it's like Hunter Biden's cocaine, but like it's just wild. Like, if anyway. it always makes you think if this happened when Trump was in there, they'd be already talking about impeachment and shit. And you know, you see a peep True. of that, bro. Like, it's sure. Like, before they even had proof that it'd be Eric Trump's or Donald Trump's cocaine or whatever, they people would already be going fucking crazy. You'd see it on all the sites and. It's so underreported, bro. And then to hear that, like, what the initial reports were saying was probably just total bullshit that was fabricated. Like, what I read this morning, I said initial reports suggested that the controlled substance was found in a locker in the West Wing lobby, where tour guests often leave personal belongings, such as cell phones. However, multiple sources familiar with the investigation told NBC News that the cocaine was actually discovered by Secret Service in the area between the West Executive Entrance foyer and a, a foyer <laughs> and a lower, lower level lobby. One floor below the main West Wing offices and on the same floor as the Situation Room, official vehicles such as the Vice President's limo park outside this entrance. So it's like, like come on, bro. Like Someone with some stance of something there had some coke on him and either tried to ditch it there or yeah. maybe they just you know, didn't think anyone would fuck with it. Yeah, it's just, I don't it's, know. Too, it's too convenient, bro. I mean, is there a mustache in Mexico? It's like, come on, <laughs> what, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? But like, did it Hunter, he got like federally charged for something. Like there was some lawsuit that he had to like settle with. I know it was like bullshit compared to the larger allegations, but they so are was, like uh, looking at him. I guess he has a kid with a stripper and it was over um, some money issues with the, with the mom. Um, he went to court over that. And then he also had like federal gun charges. And I read that um, it was very similar gun charges to what um, Kodak Black had. And they're like, this oh. guy gets to walk fucking skate free. And Kodak Black had to spend like a couple years in prison. So hey, I'm not Trump sh- got I'm- him out though. Trump got his boy out. <laughs> hey, man. Did you see free what Kodak, Trump said about the, the cocaine left in the West Wing? No. What, please tell me what he oh, said. Dude. He said, um, he said, <laughs> does anybody really believe that the cocaine found in the West Wing of the White House, very close to the Oval Office, is for the use of anyone other than Hunter and Joe Biden. He continues to say, <laughs> but watch the fake news media will soon start saying that the amount found was very small and it wasn't really cocaine, but rather common ground up aspirin and the story will vanish. Oh, man. It's so funny. He was talking yeah. shit. He was like that loser Hunter Biden. I was like, fucking... <laughs> Here comes the gloves, I love, bro. Dude, when Here Trump starts pulling out descriptor words, it's th- it's so funny to me, bro. Like he, I don't know if he thinks of that shit on the spot, if he's got a whole team that's like, all right, you know, Swampy Hillary or whatever the yeah, fuck he's going, yeah. Sleepy Joe, like whatever, Sleepy like Joe. he just, he comes with the hitters, bro. He knows how to talk shit. And Dude, I feel so- like the, I mean, obviously these politicians, like they have their, their back and forth and they're, they're educated people or whatever, but like they've never really met too many people at least in the sphere that are like straight up mudslinger like businessmen fuck you i don't know like he's just he gets in their psyches bro yeah i'm I'm curious to see what happens i mean it's obviously very convenient that all this hunter biden stuff's coming out about the ukraine the money he got from ccp apparently you know joe was in on that it, he, it's clearly the democrats the dnc doesn't want him there anymore they want him out and yeah. they're probably, it seems like they're grooming Gavin Newsom to take the lead. And that's like For the sure. fucking, the worst human being ever, too. 
Like, he is, <laughs> yeah, you, he is the politician. You know politician. far more about that. Fucking, it's it's so unreal. They got, I think, over like four million votes to try to fucking get him out in California as governor during the pandemic. Mm. It obviously didn't succeed because um, he had to go to like two thirds of the population to vote him out. But yeah, like nobody in California really likes him. That's um, I always tell people if you're voting conservative in California, obviously your vote doesn't count because it's like you have the three major cities. You have L.A. and San Francisco. That's it's hard to beat because of those populations. But you also yeah. have like Kentucky, like California in the middle. Very, very south kind of kind of vibe. It, it doesn't uh, surprise me that they got like all those votes to try and get Gavin Newsom out, especially during the pandemic. Yeah, so many yeah. businesses closed down. They just handled that shit terribly. I mean, if not this election, next, it'll definitely be... I, I can't see it being anything other than, like, DeSantis and Newsom. Like, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what else they would do. Yeah, which is crazy because it's, like, the polar opposites. Yeah, they are. I, I, I mean, shit, that's how they do it, bro. You got to polarize them to, to win an election. You got to make the other people hate the other side so much that you have to vote for this person you know, yeah. if you're a decent person, you don't vote for Donald Trump. He's a fucking dirtbag. He hates women. You got to vote, you know, Democrat. And like people that won't even look into anything about the policies and how those policies over decades and decades and decades and all the biggest cities lead to the highest crime, the most imprisonment of people and, and the shittiest, most fucked up, like impoverished inner city areas. Like people don't think about that. They just they just think about like, oh, Donald Trump yeah. said, "Grab her by the pussy." Yeah, I'm not going to vote for him, and it's and it it's both ways. I'm just that's just one example, yeah. but that yeah. pol you have to polarize people these days. I, and it, it just sucks. I, I like a lot of shit that I've heard from RFK Jr. Man, I, he, to me, he's like he's he's more liberal for sure, but like, but that voice, man, got a head like, on his shoulders. Okay? He's, Are you yeah. okay? That voice, yeah. I, I, the I, voice, I, it's going to kill I him. Man. I, 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 I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Drink some water or something. But, you know, I 100% agree. He had bad vocal surgery or something. Like, he he just I thought he got he something. He's, like, getting better. Something. Yeah. Like, something, yeah. And he had to have surgery and, like, couldn't talk at all. And, like, finally he's able to do it more and more. But that is probably going to kill him yeah. in the race. But the fact that you see the DNC, you see them shying away from uh, – they don't even want to have a debate with Joe Biden against no, anybody else. No, and it's no. just like, that's pathetic. No. Like your party looks so weak. You're the leader of your party looks so much weaker by that. Like you won't take any competition. No, no other voice can be heard from your party other than the great Joe Biden. It's like, you guys, you're, you're fools, man. <laughs> you look yeah. so dumb. I don't know what's going to happen, but this might be the first year I vote Republican, man. Might be. Like I said, my vote doesn't count, but it's just, it's, yeah. Get a little out of hand over here in California, so mm -hmm. I don't know. Either that or, or move out, move out. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's every week I'm on here with Frank. He's got a new story about some crazy shit going down there with some new laws. Last week he was talking to me about like how child marriage is legal. Unbelievable to me. I don't understand how that's even a thing. Just telling Frank um, during the whole um, in Glendale, California, where the parents were um, going against. Uh, what they were teaching in the schools. And I was like, you know, you fucked up when you have Muslim Middle Easterns teaming up with Christian Middle Easterns because those motherfuckers <laughs> have thousands of years of war. And when they're teaming up together for a, for one, you know, it's, I don't, you know, it's something's yeah. going on. We should just like calm down a little bit. This shit's been going on since the Crusades, bro. Yeah, listen to both <laughs> sides, because if they're teaming up together, it's just, it's wild. Oh, wild. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, let, let the kids be kids and let the parents be parents. Fuck. Yeah, okay. 
So, okay, let me ask you a question. As a parent, this just segues into the next story I want to talk about today. How would you feel about if you had a daughter per se, like I have a daughter on the way, how would you feel about if she was a adult film star? Yeah, I, b- I battle about this every day because uh-huh. I think about that it's a tough. lot. Do you empower the woman, like her body, her choice, she does whatever she wants with it? Or do you do you encourage like the morality of not doing the things that come with that whole world? You know, like how do you approach Obviously, that? morally, you're kind of, it's wrong. Well, it's not wrong. It's just like, you just feel <laughs> not in a good space about it as a parent. But if she's yeah. making like a million dollars a month, what the fuck can you say to that? You know, like what? Uh, can yeah, you say? right, right. You've, like you've made more than say? my entire working career. <laughs> right? we're, we're a capitalistic society at the end of the day. Like you're making a way more money than anybody, you know, will ever mm-hmm. know. Like it, it might yeah. be for some kind of like, you know, tight reason but yeah i mean other than that other than like working in office and then you know like your coworkers have seen your daughter naked or even worse that's fucked up but like that's your own insecurities at the end of the day if she's making a killing she's making a killing like i can't really argue against that but it sucks when she like signs up and she doesn't do anything and then you're just like dude you just gave out your nudes like what the fuck you've yeah exactly exactly dude fuck? it's it's so tough and I, I bring it up because in the news this week uh the host of the no jumper podcast adam 22 him and his wife lena the plug were a lot of the things i was seeing on my instagram and tiktok feeds oh, dude, and he was all over twitter they were roasting his ass i was like fuck yeah and and, and why they're roasting him is he's newly married to his wife who, who happens to be a porn star and i, I didn't even know this before some investigative journalism that i had to do for this story but I kind of look back through Lena the Plug's videos to see what she's about, what she's doing. And he's in a lot of them, Adam 22, which is gross. That dude's fucking gross. Looking yeah, I don't, I don't like He's got him. like a fucking beer belly. He's just not. <laughs> it's just a, he's just a little, um, it seemed like he kind of groomed her because she's our age. And then he's like 39, 40. Oh. Oh, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, interesting. So it's a little weird. It's so I, like, are okay. you messing with these young, you know, girls? Yeah. But they do have a brilliant idea for a podcast. They have a podcast where they talk to like an OnlyFans or a pornography star, and they talk uh, to them, and then after they go on their OnlyFans, and then they have like a threesome or whatever. But oh, uh, okay. Yeah, to okay. my understanding, they only he's the only like dick essentially, and when she performs or whatever you want to call it in my investigative journalism that's that's what i saw it was most mainly him and lena or him lena and another girl yeah or they do like girl and girl so what happened is he finally let his wife do a porn with another dude he wasn't even in it i think he was like in the room watching cuck style but like he did it with this very famous uh, African-American porn star named Jason Love. And I mean, just people say he just hits different than what Adam has been doing to her. And and he's been getting a lot of shit. And so Adam, Adam, he finally put up something, Adam 22. He said, it's officially been a week since I let my wife do a porn with another guy. I felt a little jealous at first, but overall, it wasn't that big of a deal. She's watched me sleep with hundreds of girls and it's never affected our relationship. Sleeping with that gentleman has been amazing for both her career and our business plug talk show. Overall, I'm glad we did it, and I'm happy to report her vagina has returned to its original pre-BBC size. 
that takes a big dude to to write that post, bro. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. He's reposted some. I don't follow him or Lena because I, I just think both of them are annoying. But he did repost it and it came <laughs> yeah, on my yeah. feed. And he, he's taking there's some funny ass memes and he's taking it on the chin. So I mean that's yeah. Well, apparently they made like m- millions and millions of dollars off just this video, of, oh, like I'm sure. of, of her and Jason Love. So I like I'm I mean sure. he's probably like I'll go fuck. I'll take the the money. You know. I don't know but. if you've seen this video. I think it's kind of old, but it's that. Uh, porn actor jason love but he's talking about a very uh-huh. similar scenario of what um adam 22 and lena offered to him and i guess he was like yeah and the husband was recording me or recording us and it was like super awkward and i guess at the end she was like uh, do you like that little man or some shit like that and he was and the husband's like oh. yes ma'am Oh, dude, guys, yeah, some guys love to get cucked, bro, for sure. That's that's a weird one to me, bro. That's up there with, like, feet. I'm not into feet either. I think that's disgusting. And But some people, dude, it's just a kink's a kink, man. Like, I, some yeah. guys just want to see their wife get fucking dick down, man. I, yeah. I, you can't, I, I don't think you can kink shame. That's There's way worse kinks than that, but I could never do it. Like, I put a post or a poll on uh, our Facebook yeah. Live, could you date an yeah. adult? you know, or marry an adult film star. Everyone's saying no. Like, I, there's no way I could do it. I, I couldn't know how many times she's probably already been run through. Like, I know my sex with her and shit would be great because she's so seasoned and all this stuff. But, like, you would never know if she's faking it. You know, you have yeah. no idea. Like, she's, like, the most well-trained actress in that art. Like, you would never know. Like, so I, I just couldn't mentally get my head around how much dick she's run through and just all this <laughs> shit and and knowing that she's going to do that more while we're married like i just couldn't and honestly it's it's not their fault it's it's just our insecurities at the end of the day 100 percent. it is you're right you're right you're totally right it is it is but like i feel like that violates everyone's marriage is different but i feel like yeah. when when you sign up to be married that like violates like what it means to be married in a way but i mean like your yeah. marriage is your own, and and obviously there's open marriages. So like, that's just what they're doing. That's totally cool. Just I can't wrap my head around something in my programming is like, nah, fam. <laughs> yeah, my my thing is like, I don't get it either. It's I've thought about like that. I've thought about like weird shit all the time. But like one of those is like, <laughs> how do you respect your like wife or your significant other, and how does your wife respect you? Like, how does that? Because mm-hmm. like if you if you do it with somebody you're like trying to have fun with orgy I, I can wrap my head around that like oh, okay you guys are just using each other to have fun i i get it um and then and then the same thing you have like the dudes that like you know getting up the butt by their wife and i don't get it that right. either i don't get it's that like, either you're playing with lines here guy you know like why what's the difference between that and like another and dude on dude i, I and they're like oh it's a big difference it's like i, I don't understand that i, I don't, don't see it. it i don't see the difference bro. <laughs> i don't know just because like, it's gonna, your wife doing it to you, bro. If you're going to do you it, still... fucking do it. Stop being a little bitch, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't fucking... It's just weird. It's weird. It, 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 but, bro, a kink's a kink, man. I, I can't hate. I, I don't know. It's just I don't understand it. I, I can't can't wrap my yeah. head around it. So I, I just... I could never. I could never. I, if it was my daughter, like, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel, bro. I really... I don't. I don't. I, I have to be cool. Like you said, I feel like capitalism wins at the end of the day and I'm not even religious. So I can't even like claim some kind of high ground over it. You know, I watch porn. So like, how can I hate on <laughs> yeah. that, that industry? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, can you be, can you, you imagine do? being at like the Thanksgiving dinner table? And she's like, yeah, I made $1.5 million <laughs> this month. And you're like, I'm so disappointed in you. Like, what the Dude, fuck? But like, think about it. Like you probably have like 
creepy uncles or like whoever. Yeah, like, and that, I that's saw your saying. video. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part of it. But that's not something you just got to get over, dude. Like, fuck, I don't know. It is. It is. I'll, I'll cry when she buys me a fucking yacht. How about that? I'll cry on my fucking yacht. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I also feel like. And I don't know, because in the days of OnlyFans, it seems like they do very, very well. But, like, before that, like, I know a lot of those girls got really taken advantage of by, like, where they would make, like, a decent amount of money for a little bit, but then, like, see no royalties long term. So, like, yeah. I know, like, I think it was Abella Danger got, like, fucked, like, that really hard where she made all this money at first. Or maybe it was Mia Khalifa. But then, like, once she made uh, her yeah, money those, for the those, initial those shoot. Are sad. Yeah, she made, like, no money off the royalties. And these these videos are getting tens of millions of hits online, and you're seeing none of that. And it's like, you're just literally exploiting me for, you know, my body and my skills or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, that that's fucked up. But now that you have OnlyFans, it's like, they can monetize infinitely, and they do. Like, the the I see some receipts online of tens of thousands of dollars a month that that these people men and women are making yeah and that's been been proven i feel like um not to sound sexist again but when there's like a when there's a man in control behind the scenes it usually doesn't end up well for the woman so yeah. I, th I think the woman has to be in power of, of everything if she's going to go that route i think that's the healthiest way possible i mean it's just mm -hmm. look at the andrew tate situation i don't know exactly what's going on but he's being um essentially being charged with taking advantage of OnlyFans models I've I've seen it and I thought he got off for it, but then I saw that he got like recharged. Charged like, how, yeah, yeah. How do you, how does that happen? I'm trying to say that he forced them to do stuff, but I don't think it's necessarily that. I think he was just ripping them off. Okay, I mean, it makes sense. Gotcha. He's he's kind of a douche. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of is a douche, bro. Has some he's good points he's, here and there. He's funny. He's funny. He's He's, He's funny. I thought it was a character. Like his, your mom's podcast uh, is like the hardest, funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. Because I, because I, if you see him, he's oh. kind of laughing. So I think it's, he's like a character. But like as yeah. time goes on, he's just like he's like doubling down. I'm just like, yeah, man, you're not, you're not gonna win, dude. Oh, dude, I, it's yeah, super tough, super <laughs> tough. Another a crazy thing. Have you heard about this movie Sound of Freedom that's coming out or came out? No. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Jim Caviezel's in it. It's produced oh, by Mel Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. And it's getting no anything, like no publication, which is very head scratching. You would think a movie that's touching on something like as such a big issue would, would definitely, for how we like kind of like politicize certain topics, especially on one party, yeah. how they really will, will lean into a lot of this kind of shit. Yeah. When race is involved and, and so many other things, like, you know, global warming. There's a fucking Netflix movie about global warming that was terrible. You know all the all the publications in the world, and a movie that comes out here about the child sex circles and slavery, basically. And you hear peeps. There's nothing. I can go see this at two theaters around my house right now, which is insane. Al, where's the Epstein list? Where is <laughs> yeah, the right? fucking list, right? bro? That's all we want. Give us the fucking list. Get these pieces of shit out of here. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, I think the you pieces know why? Because it's going to be Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, everybody's yeah. in on it. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Bill Gates, it's going to be all the biggest people that, like, control everything. That's that's why you don't hear about it. I heard that apparently, like, conspiracy theories are very popular these days. Because I, I think they're mm -hmm. more popular now these days because with the media, you don't know what's true or not. So then that gives legs to conspiracies. And I honestly mm -hmm. don't know what's real anymore. I, I just found out that Tom Hanks is apparently a pedophile. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. I, that happened I, at the beginning I, of COVID. He got exposed yeah, a little bit, bro. They, he fled the they country. Said he was... Yeah, they said the reason why he was in Australia because he got uh, arrested or some shit like that. Or uh -huh. And then I uh -huh. guess he was at a premiere and people were chanting he's a pedophile, so he had to leave. 
Weird shit, man. I really hope not. I fucking love Tom Hanks. Uh, good actor, but I believe it. I'm not going to lie. I, if they can take away one of my favorite actors, what's the name of that dude from uh, Who? Uh, House of Cards? Uh, oh, I fucking loved him, bro. From yeah, Dude, Kevin Spacey actor. from K-Pax. Um, Such a good fucking movie. Sosa? What's his name in the fucking movie? Sammy? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but in K-Pax, bro, he, he he has so many great roles. But, yeah, I mean, he was a dirtbag. And I, they, they got it, dude. They, I bet you so many of them are. I'd be willing to bet it. so many of them are. These Harvey Weinsteins, Bill Cosby's, these aren't, like, random few people, bro. It goes so yeah. much deeper. And it's just, you know, they're going to find different ways to control different things and make sure these things don't cut out. But... In in time, you know, time reveals all. So these people, I feel like, are, are definitely all going to get exposed at some point, whether they're alive still or not. You know, it will be to be seen. But is the plot of this uh, movie pretty much like an underground pedophile ring by like the one percent or whatever? Yeah, it's based on a true story about like an agent who like was ch- looking into this uh, and like I think like ended up. I, I I don't know too much. My brother just watched it yesterday, and I, I still need to watch it myself. But like I think ended up like losing his job in the CIA, CIA or some high up government agency because he was like going after this, and and they kind of like pushed back, obviously, and whatnot. It, you know, it, it's getting really good reviews, but obviously, it's getting some bad reviews too because they're going to pay for some bad publicity, <laughs> you know, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but. I, I, I'm definitely going to see it. I, there's no way I'm not going to see it. I, I'm shocked this movie got made. I've I've heard stories of a documentary that uh, Chester Bennington, Anthony Bourdain, and Chris Cornell were all working on, and they all mysteriously woke up dead within the same calendar year. It's like, you know, I, the powers that be are trying to stop this shit. So the fact that this even got made and released is kind of shocking to me. Um, I think the way to watch it, if you don't go see it in a theater is to like stream it through the website that they have and you like buy basically like buy a ticket. Um, I'm sure they couldn't get any streaming services to host this for them. Like there's no fucking way. Yeah. I'm going to look up. There's a story about Sasha Baron Conan. I, th- I think he Cohen. I think he was uh, doing his, that show on HBO where he's like a character and he like, or was it Showtime and he interviews people. But anyways, I guess he like uncovered some like, like almost sex ring in like Vegas and he like sent it to the FBI. He's like, dude, you guys need to look into this shit. Really? Let's see if that's true. Interesting. I'm I'm reading now that says that uh, how big of a business the child trafficking is. It brings in 32 billion dollars annually worldwide, is what they estimate based on the number of missing people uh, every year. Some one to two million children, women, and men become victims of human trafficking. Uh, while the traffickers make anywhere between four thousand to fifty thousand per person traffic, uh, and that's how they they get to those numbers of 32 billion plus. To put that into a frame of reference, uh, the entire Airline industry, all of them, all of the airlines, brought in a revenue of $206 billion last calendar year. So almost a quarter, wouldn't that be, right? Yeah, about a a little less than a quarter of all the airlines that fly every single day. Probably, I would guess, close to, this is so hard to guess, but like, let's say maybe like 15,000 to 20,000 flights a day would would be a guess. I'm, I'm actually, I'm curious how many commercial flights per day but basically an industry that has you know okay this says roughly 100 to 115,000 commercial flights every single day and and this industry in sex trafficking is making a quarter of that there's that's very concerning there's something and if we even have this information there's probably way more of it going on and and at higher costs so it's it's something that needs to be addressed yeah it's terrifying terrifying. And, and 
you you can sympathize with this as having a kid about to have a daughter like something like this is like really fucking with me man like I'm or something you really got to keep an eye on and always know where your kid is be holding their hands <laughs> get the leash out I guess I don't know I never thought I'd have to think about the leash in public fucking just but. just start turning <laughs> super conservative and live by the second amendment right start oh. learn how to load a gun at four years old son yes yes exactly <laughs> yeah dude I, oh man it's nuts. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. So I, I'm glad to see a light's being shined on it. Hopefully it, it starts a bigger conversation and more and more of these scumbags get, uh, you know, shed, shed the light on, get get exposed, get canceled, whatever that means these days. But into a lighter lighter note, um, I heard you saw Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I did. I finally saw the first one, like fucking four years after it came out, I think. So it took like four years to make it, so it's okay. Okay, that's fair. I gave it a year for just it was a respect thing, really, more than anything. But uh, I, I liked it a lot, man. I loved the animation style. You're crazy. Yeah, nuts. Never seen anything like that. I could see why it took so long to make. And I, I love animated superhero shit. Like I watched, I literally just watched the new Batman one that came out uh, on on Max called uh, something about Doom, which was honestly actually like one of my least favorite Batman animated things because it started to get into supernatural shit. And Batman ain't about that, bro. Batman's is about he, the real. Is he, is he trying to like battle it's his inner sexuality? Is no. You, it's about? No, he's, he's not. He's not. But he, uh, he, it just, I don't know. It wasn't a normal Batman thing. I, I wasn't a huge, huge fan compared to the other animated Batman shit I like. But regardless, we're not here to talk about Batman. The Spider-Man thing I thought was like really original and I'm, I love to see them do some, like a new take on it. And I guess they kind of just like scratch the surface on this multiverse kind of thing in this movie. And I think it's obviously the next one you've described it to me already. is just going to be like a shit show of that. So I'm excited Dude, to see the next it's one. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But uh, so much to see coming out. We've already talked about it, but Oppenheimer and Barbie coming out on the same day and just like another 15 days, two weeks from now. Um, you got the new, I mean, the saver of cinema, as you would say, Tom Cruise is dropping the new Mission Impossible Seven. Says he's hey. gonna he's gonna try hey. to make them for twenty more years and be eighty in action movies, just like uh, our boy Harrison Ford just did with Indiana Jones. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Tom Cruise. He could do anything, man. He's a fucking vampire. Okay. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, he. Fucking you don't think no. that motherfucker done some weird shit though, bro? Oh, for sure. Come on. The Church of Scientology's got to be doing some nuts shit with kids, I would guess. <laughs> you know, um, um, the character of American Psycho, fucking, what's his name? Um, uh, yeah, actor. Christian Bale's character. Apparently that character is based on Tom Cruise. I totally believe it. Yeah. Totally believe oh, it. Like, I think I saw an interview, soulless, too, that said, like... That soulless look, and yep. he's just like... Yeah, fuck the dead that. eyes. Yeah, <laughs> right, dude. I'm good. I I totally could see it, dude. I don't know. I I I don't know. Tom Cruise, Scientology in general, because I, I think isn't that like where a lot of that shit started, where they were like draining kids of whatever that endochrome fluid is or whatever, and they're trying to steal their know. youth. And they, well, apparently, know. it's working now. You know, apparently, it's working. Dude, he honestly he looks great. He looks good. I can't shit yeah. on the man. He looks great. Fucking dude, he's married to. Katie Holmes, she was from Toledo, man. Also in the original Batman movie, but got recasted. So Eesh. Tom Cruise is probably yeah, pulling strings sense. after the divorce. Makes <laughs> sense. Can't have Katie Holmes succeed. She's from Toledo. <laughs> gotta put them in their place, Al. I gotta put them in their place. LeBron James, he's close enough to Cle Toledo, man. It's about an hour 45 from us, so we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Tomorrow we get to see the premiere of Victor Wembanyama in the NBA, man. 
I can't wait to see him ball. Mr. I think it's going to stick figure. Dude, I think it's going to fail terribly. I hope it doesn't because so? I love Dude, if Zion Williamson can't survive in the NBA and even get a full season in, how the fuck yeah, is the stick man going to do it? He's like jumping 15 feet in the air and he's like 250. But bro, once you play some real D, pause on this and dude. And he's slinging like, the dick, bro. He's <laughs> slinging the dick. Once this dude, Victor, runs into some real motherfucking big men, bro, that are going to, like a Jokic or some people, like people oh, are going to give yeah. him trouble. Bam, I'm out of bio. He's not going to be able to do the little. Hoo, hoo. I, I get that yeah. his jump shot is at, his jump shot is at an area where you can't defend it. But like that dude, Bulbul, was supposed to be. He's the exact same build as this dude almost. He's yeah, not dude, as talented, can you imagine I don't if, think. Can but. you imagine if, if Cousins was in his prime and he was playing against Victor? Exactly. Fucking yeah. I, yeah. Body. So I don't know. I, I want to see it. I I, I don't want to shit on him before his career's even started. It, it'd be cool to see, but I just can't see. I can't see him having a long career. Maybe he'll play well for a few seasons, you know, but I, I just can't see him sustaining that longevity. There's that other shit too. Was it Chet Holmgren or whatever his name is? His the name dude is looks like guy. you? he's good too he could be rookie of the year he's leading over the odds right now actually you should put some money on yourself man who who sees dude we'll know did before we get out of here did you see that vegas sphere it's finally open yeah see like why 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 are we doing that that is so sounds like such a waste of money yeah so cool until like (laughs) Everybody that's drugged out of their mind in Vegas goes up to it and they think the world's ending. <laughs> I love it, though, that, that it's a venue. Yeah. I, I Dude, the eyeball, the, the moon, the yeah, galaxy no. ones I've seen. They're crazy, no. bro. I, I just love <clears throat> the idea of that venue in, in general. Like, it's a venue meant for, like, performance, for music. It's not like a... It's not a you know a concert where you go to a stadium. Like, a fucking baseball, yeah. football stadium oh, is yeah. not meant for a concert. They usually sound like shit... It's just not, it's not always the best environment. You know, this is a thing that's like, fuck sports. We're not having none of that shit in here. We're going to do a huge globe where seats go, you know, skyrocket into the sky. Everyone can see the stage and it's all interactive and all around you, immersive audio. It's like, it is such a cool idea and it's exciting for concerts. So, and it's just an interesting building. I'm excited to go back to Vegas and see it. See Hans Zimmer there on shrooms. Oh. Yeah, just that would be so completely much melt and die. Yeah, that would. That's not fun. That's not fun. That'd be that'd be a little bit fun. Be a little nah, bit fun. Not even like ninety nine point nine percent. Just like terrified the entire time. And then I'd be like, <laughs> oh, that wasn't too bad. Let me do that again. Fuck that. Oh man. Well, I gotta say, I, I'm surprised we got through like fifty seven minutes or so without talking about any superheroes on the podcast, dude. That's pretty good for us. That's pretty. Oh, Frank will be proud. We, we talked about oh, Spider-Man at the very end. Fifth very end. That, yeah, it's like an itch, yeah. bro. It's my heroin addiction. I got to, you know, <laughs> once an hour talk about that shit. Of course. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us this week. This was a lot of fun, my friend. Always good to have you on. Of course. Anything you want to plug? <laughs> got any dates? I just heard with the uh, the up cost <laughs> of living, Frank had to sell his kidney, guys, so that's why you couldn't be here. <laughs> um, <laughs> So he's in post That's what right he's now. doing. You know, yeah, we're all, we're all praying for him. He knows what he's doing, but you know, as long as it's <laughs> sterile, you know, we we trust those doctors in Tijuana, Mexico. So that's all that matters. Exactly. He's in good hands. He's in great hands. Yeah. yeah uh, nice. In the meantime, if you guys want to shoot us anything, uh, you could or find our information. I already know our stuff online. I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. But you can find us on Twitter at friendshipnh. Uh, blue check mark verified so we can look at 10,000 posts a day 
Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and TikTok at Friendship News Hour. And you can always send us an email to bummerdude.media at gmail.com with any thoughts, comments, concerns, questions, feedback. We just started animating some of the parts of this episode, and I'd love to get your guys' feedback on that. Do you like it? Is it corny? Is it better than seeing our ugly mugs on there? You know, does it give it a little bit of lighter feel? We'd love to hear what you think. So let us know. Comment on the video. Shoot us an email. It's all good. We'd love to hear from you. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here, Michael. And we will see you all next week.